Good morning, world. Welcome to another episode of Zendependently Minded. If you are a new or returning listener, I truly hope you enjoy this episode. Before we get into the episode, here's a brief word from our sponsor and a disclaimer. Enjoy the episode. The views and opinions expressed by past, present, and future guests of Zendependently Minded have not been expressed by me, and they may not be shared by me. The views and opinions that I express on Zendependently Minded are, of course, satirical. Come on, guys. If this is a hard concept for you to grasp and you're listening to this episode and you're confused, stop, take a deep breath, and do this thought experiment. If you like what I said, maybe you can assume and you can tell yourself that it's my real opinion. If you don't like what I said, just convince yourself that this is satire, because this podcast is satire. And this is, of course, a character. Nobody would have these real opinions, would they? Anyway, thank you for tuning in. Enjoy the episode. How's it going, guys? It's your boy, Jameis Winston, back at it with another episode of Zendependently Minded. I'm back after a, a brief hiatus in a Russian supermax prison. I have been released and taken care of. I've gotten my bond paid for, and I've been sent back to my home by my good friend, Sam Bankman-Fried. So I'm able to do more episodes for you guys, and I'm really excited. I have a lot to talk about. It's been a while since we last talked. Exciting things are coming for Zendependently Minded. Here are the topics that I'm going to be covering today. First things first, JP Morgan getting sued for having links to Jeffrey Epstein. Hmm, interesting. Balenciaga sexualizing children. The EU ordering to close 3,000 farms in the Netherlands. The effects of the Pfizer vaccine on the maximum oxygen uptake capacity among endurance athletes. Matt Taibbi and the Twitter files and Barry Weiss. Um, let's see... I got a lot of I got a lot of notes, and I'm not gonna probably not gonna cover all of them because some of them are kind of outdated or not really interesting. Um, let's see, EU states and their concerns with Emmanuel Macron and his comments on Russia. This crazy article from Yahoo on COVID, which you guys are are not gonna believe, and that's it. Yeah, so let's get into the episode. This episode is brought to you by Sam Bankman Fried and FTC. First thing I wanted to talk about, so J.P. Morgan is being sued for links to Jeffrey Epstein. So, J.P. Morgan, if you guys don't know, J.P. Morgan is a is a massive bank. I want to say that they're, a, they're part of the, the giant conglomerate that is Chase Bank as well, where they're partnered together or something. Either way, J.P. Morgan was in the news re- most recently, about a month and a half to two months ago, when they cut ties with Kanye West, when they froze his bank account. And they reduced his net worth, and they and they basically kicked him out and made him not a member of J.P. Morgan. Also, though, the main thing is freezing his account. I understand if 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 Kanye West does some commercials for J.P. Morgan or the Chase Capital One card or whatever the fuck. I understand that if you're going to cut them off because of uh, bad publicity or whatever. But closing his bank account, taking stealing his money, reducing his net worth because of things that he said. Because of words that he said, it's disgusting. But come to find out, Jeffrey Epstein is was was a known sex offender, a known. It was known what he was doing. He had a, he had a reputation. He was being 
chased after by the courts, and he was still was going to his island. He was still probably using that J.P. Morgan bank account to pay for the fuel to take Bill Clinton and Bill Gates and all the the, the list of celebrities that I've shared on this podcast. By the way, if you wanna if you want me to read through the entire flight list for Epstein Island, uh, check out the old episode that I have where I do it on video actually, and I show you the the handwritten the copies the the photos of the handwritten Epstein Island list. So known sex trafficker, known sex offender, known demon, evil villain is allowed to keep his J.P. Morgan account. But the rapper who misspells DEFCON as DEFCON can't have his account, gets it deleted. And yes, I know there's more into it. I know Kanye keeps doubling down, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what he says. You should not get your net worth, you should not get your money stolen, you should not get your endeavors crushed, your deals cut, you shouldn't get your life ruined off of words that you say, especially words that have truth behind them, like the fact that there are lots of Jews that are in power. I've covered this already. I've talked about how Kanye West could have said things much better. That's that, That's the case with most of, most of the things he says. Most of the things that he says has truth behind them, but he says them in a very unappealing way, that could have been done better. But that's that's part of his shtick. That's part of his provocateur part of his personality. That that's, It is what it is. But Jeffrey Epstein, famous, beloved J.P. Morgan member. Now J.P. Morgan's getting sued for the connection with Jeffrey Epstein. Like I said, his account was never shut down. Although it was public knowledge that he was a piece of shit and he was a horrible person and he was up to something that was not good. Moving on to the next bit of news. So Balenciaga, this is a, this is another group that, that cut ties with Kanye West because they don't like when Kanye West spells Deathcon instead of Defcon. Balenciaga doesn't like that. But what they do like is having psychopathic, satanic, child sexualization. You guys have probably seen this. This is kind of an old news story. This came out about, I want to say, two weeks ago, and people were up uproared about it they were they were really upset rightfully so Balenciaga likes to sexualize children they have kids kid models holding BDSM bears in their pictures modeling their bullshit ass clothes their fucking overpriced still built in Indonesia or Taiwan garbage and they like to sexualize children but they don't like when a rapper tweets wrong they don't like when a rapper who's made them millions and millions of dollars tweets wrong. Fuck Balenciaga, fuck JP Morgan, fuck Chase Bank, fuck all these coward, spineless bitches who will go to Epstein's Island, they'll sexualize children, allegedly, they'll do all these disgusting, immoral, unethical, evil things, but when someone is starting to gain some power and has a lot of influence... They cancel them, they close their bank account because they don't like what they're saying. Fuck these people. Fuck JP Morgan. And fuck Balenciaga. The next thing I wanted to talk about. So apparently, to comply with the European Union rules, the Netherlands is is planning to shut down 3,000 farms. This breaks my heart. Because part of what makes the Netherlands so beautiful as a country... The people are beautiful, 
They're friendly. They're very environmentally friendly. They're unbelievably green and lush, and they have a lot of farmland. They're windmills. That's one of the most famous things about, about the Netherlands. The Netherlands is a very farm-heavy country that relies on farming products to make living. And it breaks my heart to see that the giant, gross, corporate-like structure of the EU is imposing its weird rules on individual countries, regardless of what the country's actually like. It's like, I, I've, I've likened the EU to the United States multiple times. It's like the EU is federalizing, and, and oftentimes EU law supersedes individual country law. This is one of the main things that the new Italian Prime Minister, Giorgia Maloney, is really upset with, with the EU. One of the reasons why she's contemplating pulling out of the EU, because she doesn't like that Italy doesn't have, can't pass laws that's best for Italy. It, they have to pass laws that are best for the EU, whatever that means. It's the same thing with the United States. It's not a one-size-fits-all approach. There are issues that the West Coast are facing, that the Midwest are facing, that the East Coast are facing, that are all completely different. And... Sitting here and pretending like Washington, D.C. and a federal law can fix everything for every state in the United States, it's, it's embarrassing. It's wrong. And it's stupid. And it's one of the reasons why, it's one of the many things that I don't like about the EU. And it breaks my heart because I love shopping local. I love buying organic, local, farm-based stuff living here in Germany. It just makes me happy. It makes me feel good knowing that this came straight from the animal into the carton. If I get some eggs, came straight from the cow into the carton for milk. It's it's just one of those things. I like supporting local businesses. I like supporting people who make a living with honest work, like being a farmer. And because fertilizer and having a bunch of cows, I, uh, there, there, there are a lot of logistics that that this EU law covers that I don't quite understand. But 3,000 farms being shut down is not a good sign. First of all, that food, all those products, that has to be replaced by something because people need to eat. The Netherlands needs to export this stuff so other countries can buy it, like cheese. Che dairy products is a big thing in the Netherlands. It's the reason why the Netherlands have... That's why the Dutch are the biggest, the tallest people on average. Uh, by by all countries in the entire world. It's because of dairy. That has to be replaced. And I'm sure it is going to be replaced. But it's going to be replaced by factory farming. Factory farming is going to replace these 3,000 farms. Which I am 100% opposed to. I do not like factory farming. You know why? Because most of my family and friends are morbidly obese in the United States. Partly because of lifestyle, but also because of factory farming. Because factory farming is completely profit-based. It's completely run off of profit. You need to do whatever you can to pump, to pump and alter genetically and modify farm animals and livestock as best as you can to pump out the most product in the quickest amount of time to make the most amount of money. That's what farm-based, that's what, that's what factory-based farming is. It's genetically modified animals that get bigger and juicier and can sell more in a quicker amount of time than a local-based farm. But the stuff that they're injecting in there is horrible for you. The thing, the preservatives that they're pumping in these chickens so they can ship them across the United States is horrible for you. It's 
horrible for you. Yeah, the chicken's going to last for four months. Why do you think it's going to last for four months? You kill a chicken, it's not going to normally last for four months if you stick it in the fridge. The stuff that they're injecting into the food that they're eating in the United States and starting to spread out to the rest of the world is killing you. It's killing people. It's giving you all types of diseases. It has your body hold on to salt. It has your body hold on to water. Keeps you from losing water weight. This shit is horrible for you. And that is what the Netherlands is going to have to deal with for the next few years and the next few decades. It's not going to be apparent in six months. But don't be surprised if the overall health index for the country of the Netherlands goes down because of these 3,000 local farms being shut down and replaced by fucking... Who, who, who do you think's replacing them? Monsanto and Tyson and all these horrible, evil corporations that are poisoning people with their product and reaping the profits from people who can't, who don't know any better and who can't afford organic food. It's disgusting. The EU is disgusting. And I'm convinced that the World Economic Forum are the puppet masters behind the EU. And representatives in the EU are a bunch of spineless cowards that don't care about their people and don't care about the countries and their constituents. The next thing I wanted to talk about, there was a study that was recently done. I don't remember by who, but this is on newsmedical.net. So Pfizer's mRNA vaccine booster negatively affected and reduced the maximum oxygen uptake capacity among endurance athletes. Is there, do I need to elaborate at all? Do I need to elaborate at all? This is not the only thing that the mRNA vaccines have done to human bodies in a negative way. Yeah, sure, they've saved a few people that were unhealthy that needed the vaccine to keep them from dying from COVID, blah, blah, blah. I've covered that a million times. It's not just reducing oxygen capacity. There's blood clots we saw with the Johnson & Johnson vaccine and not just the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. The Pfizer vaccine also has caused blood clots. Studies are coming out and studies are showing. News is coming out about super healthy athletes that are dropping dead from heart attacks. People with spike proteins in their newborn babies because the mother got vaccinated and had to get two or three boosters to keep her job. You have people with myocarditis and pericarditis, which is a known, proven side effect. It's not common, but it is a side effect of these vaccines and the boosters. My point with the vaccine, since the beginning, since the initial rollout of the vaccine, was never that there should be no vaccine, or that nobody should be allowed to take it. It's that it should not be forced by any entity, whether it's a, a small business or a large corporation, or the government, or local restaurants or stores, nobody should have forced anybody to get vaccinated, especially knowing that there was liability protection for the vaccine companies, and that no matter what the side effects are, whether you were the one of the tens of thousands of people who have died following the mRNA COVID vaccination, no matter what, you're being forced to take it and you're not going to be told the side effects. If anybody brings up the side effects, they're going to be deleted from the internet. 
They're not going to, their voice is going to be silenced and they're not going to be allowed to talk about it. They're going to get their channel striked on YouTube. They're going to get their podcast taken down. They're going to get warning banners flagged all across social media posts. So you can't see it as you're scrolling past. Those are the things that I had a problem with. Stuff like this. Oxygen levels being reduced in endurance athletes. That is something that you should be briefed on before you are forced to take a vaccine. You shouldn't be forced at all. That's the point. If there are side effects, known side effects, you should not be forced to take anything. You should be told you should, it should be voluntary. It should be optional. And you should still be told before you take it because that might change your mind. Having inflammation of the heart, having blood clots, and having reduced levels of oxygen for a 23-year-old like myself versus having COVID, which I've had, and I kicked to the curb like it was nobody's business. Those are things that I get to weigh. I can put those things on a scale and decide which one is heavier. I think the blood clots and the myocarditis and the lower oxygen levels are probably going to be more dangerous for me than COVID. And these are things that every single human on earth should be able to weigh and talk with their loved ones and decide whether or not to get this vaccine rather than be coerced into doing it rather than being bribed with fucking burgers being bribed with with tvs and playstation 5s and bullshit like that this is what i talked about since the beginning this is what millions of people have talked i don't know about millions but thousands of people have talked about since the beginning and it's almost like a big i told you so but it's sad and disgusting, and I take no enjoyment from, from pointing these things out. It's horrible. Don't ever forget this shit with COVID. Don't ever forget it, and don't ever forgive anybody. No, no pandemic amnesty. Next thing I wanted to talk about, this is just a funny headline that I saw. So, according to CNBC, people who live to 100 don't eat like typical Americans you don't say <laughs> you don't say so people who live to 100 are not morbidly obese injecting fucking insane levels three to four to five times more sodium into their bodies every day than is recommended really really they're not eating fast food four to five times a week to live to 100 really you don't say i just thought that was a funny headline it's like that seems like the audience for that was clearly nobody around the world except for the United States because it's a huge stereotype of Americans that they're fat and unhealthy, which is true. It's like uh, almost half of the, the adult population in the United States, I believe, is obese. And then the morbidly obese numbers are getting bigger and bigger. Part of the reason is because exercise is not promoted, but pharmaceutical products are promoted and factory-based farming is running rampant in the United States. And what what is that food filled with? Preservatives. What is that f food filled with? It's pumped with steroids and GMOs. Stuff that is not good for you. And will definitely pack on the pounds. Anyway, moving on. I did want to talk about the Twitter files, but I honestly... I think it's better that you guys just look at them yourself if you're interested in the Twitter files. Basically, I'm going to summarize the Twitter files. So... On their way out, the old regime, the old Twitter regime, 
On their way out, they were covering their tracks, trying to delete a bunch of data, trying to delete a bunch of conversations, and hide the evidence that they had any kind of system or algorithm that was biased towards conservatives, biased towards Donald Trump, Donald Trump supporters, biased towards people that were against vaccine mandates and mask mandates and the COVID lockdowns and all that stuff. They were trying to delete the evidence that they were suppressing and shadow banning and algorithmically demoting these people, these content creators, these Twitter users. Elon Musk somehow recovered these files or he got them before they were deleted and he dispersed them to a few independent journalists, uh, Barry Weiss, Michael Schellenberger, I believe, and Matt Taibbi. This revelation, the things that they have, they have been releasing uh, on a weekly or bi-weekly basis, has been very telling. It's been something that, you know, it's been the quiet part that's being said out loud. We've known that there was a bias on social media against conservatives, against not even conservatives. Tim Pool is, is not a typical conservative. He's, he's like a social liberal, but he's been painted as a conservative the past few years. Jordan Peterson has been has been painted as a conservative, even though a lot of his, a lot of what he says is very left. A lot of it is very right-leaning. So you can't label someone as just a conservative. But anyways, they were clearly biased, very unfair when it comes to, you know, applying the rules equally. People would, would, would constantly be sending death threats and cheering on violence and inciting violence towards conservatives and they would keep their accounts. And then you have people like Alex Jones, who wasn't even deleted for off of Twitter. He wasn't even banned from Twitter for his Sandy Hook comments. You have Donald Trump, whose last tw tweet was asking his supporters to be peaceful and to protest peacefully, getting removed from the platform. You have people that are getting algorithmic algorithmically demoted because they have a powerful voice and because the FBI is, has been contacting them, telling them to shut down stories like the Hunter Biden story. These are all things that I'm, I'm kind of summarizing briefly, but you guys should go to Twitter, go to Matt Taibbi, go to Barry Weiss's account, go to Elon Musk's account, find the pinned tweets, and check out those threads. Check out what's happening, what was happening on Twitter, and keep in mind that these things were happening up until the day that Elon Musk took over, even a little bit after Elon Musk took over, under his nose. And keep in mind that there's a lot of stuff that has to do with presidential elections in these files. And it's really telling. And it's very, very, very angering. Keep that in mind when you use these, these social media platforms. Keep that in mind. And be careful. Be careful what you post because you're probably on a blacklist if you're saying things that are unfaithful to the powers that be. The last thing I wanted to talk about. So, there's a Reuters article that, that the headline states, Some EU states formally express concerns to France over Macron-Russia comments. So, I've talked about this since the beginning of the Russia-Ukraine invasion. Emmanuel Macron is one of the few, if not only, EU leaders that has pushed for diplomacy, pushed for, for negotiations with Russia since the beginning of the invasion. Macron is the only EU leader that has consistently and overtly been opposed to war. He's wanted this conflict to end since the beginning. 
while every other EU country has decided, no, we're going to keep sending military aid. No, we're going to keep pretend we're going to keep giving Ukrainians hope, pretending like we're going to beat Russia. We're not going to get involved, but we're going to sit back and watch America spend all their money and send all the resources and have an endless proxy war and we're going to continue to make money off of these sanctions. We're going to continue to to damage any type of possible diplomacy with Russia with inflammatory comments and like I said sanctions we're going to continue to damage the Russian population to try to punish Putin because it makes us look virtuous you have that retard fucking dumbass who's not in power anymore because he's a scumbag and he sucks and he's an awful leader I forget I don't even remember his name Boris Johnson on his exit speech talking about we will not we will not let Putin win we will not let Putin win we're going to continue to not send any aid and let America send all the aid and let people die. We're going to continue to let Ukrainians and innocent Russians and innocent Polish die for, for with no end goal in sight. And Macron is one of the few people who's who's gotten on the phone with Putin and expressed concerns and talked about and, and kind of urged him and, and pleaded with him to come to the negotiation table. This is the best case scenario. If we don't even let this conflict go on for a year, negotiate with Putin, and I don't know, it's not like we're letting him get away with it. Let him know. To prevent these things from happening, we're going to put this, this, and this in place. To prevent this from happening. We're going to give this land back to Ukraine. We're going to let you know that if you try this again, there's going to be extreme consequences. Whatever. But you have countries like Germany and Austria and the UK that are facing massive economic issues because of their extreme reliance on Russian oil. Countries, the EU were warned about this. They did nothing about it. And now, you know who's suffering? Normal German citizens. Normal Spanish citizens. Normal Austrian citizens. Because of their incompetent, irresponsible leaders who did not listen to reason. And rather than looking for solutions, looking into nuclear, they decide to burn coal and then continue to encourage a proxy war with Russia without actually coming up with any solutions when it comes to diplomacy, negotiation, peace talks. They're going to keep on pushing this war. They're going to keep on letting their... Citizens suffer because of pride and ego. They're not going to admit that they made a mistake. Yes, Russia shouldn't have invaded Ukraine. For whatever reason, they're doing it. They're killing innocent people. Not just any innocent Ukrainians, innocent Russians that are in the military. that have no choice but to follow what Putin is doing. The innocent Russians that are suffering right now because their bank accounts are closed. Because their visa cards are not working. Because they're protesting in the street because they hate war just like most people. And they're getting arrested and sent to prisons. The blood is on the, all of these leaders in the EU's hands. The ones that are not pushing for negotiations. I'm not a big fan of Macron. But during war, he's been one of the best leaders that I've seen. He's probably been the best leader that I've seen. Yeah, he was a piece of shit with COVID. He really was. He was one of the he was one of the worst. 
leaders of a country with COVID. But when it comes to a potential World War III, I trust this guy. I trust this guy with, and I, and I think French people should trust him too. And it's embarrassing to see all these so-called diplomats that are expressing concerns over Macron because he doesn't want to go to fucking World War III. Fucking audit all these diplomats and see which stocks they're invested in. See which war stocks they're invested in. Fuck those people and fuck war. That is going to wrap up this episode. So, I have a few announcements I'm going to make. Um, I was going to do a video podcast for this, but I wanted to let my new face tattoo heal before I do a video podcast episode. Every episode after this is going to be video. There's going to be a video version. Unless something happens, unless I'm on the road or whatever, or I'm out of town, I'm going to have... Video is going to be the norm. It's going to be video podcast always. Of course, if you listen to Spotify... You can, you can always just download audio only, can download video only, you can download video at different quality, uh, depending on if you want to have like, you know, 4K, if you want to have 240 pixels, whatever you want, it's going to be available for you. Now that Anchor has ads for video episodes, I'm going to only do video episodes because in the past I was, I had to upload an audio and a video version because the Video versions couldn't be monetized. Now they can be, so video episodes are going to be up. Other thing I wanted to talk about. Hopefully by January 2023, I'm going to have my merch shop up. I've been tweaking with it a lot. I've been creating a lot of really exciting stuff. Stickers, magnets, mugs. I even have a trucker hat with this independently minded stuff on it. Of course, the normal stuff. Long sleeve shirts, hoodies, short sleeves. And I believe that's it. Uh, there might be other things that I'm going to be working on, but all I'm doing right, all I'm, all I'm working out right now is the kinks like taxes and all types of stuff, you know, that, that, that the IRS wants to know. I'm just going to make sure that I'm doing this right. And of course, like I said, 100% of the donation of, of, of the profits from this merch campaign is going to go be donated to the Child Mind Institute which is a nonprofit organization that I encourage you guys to look into. It's great. I'm really excited about it. Like I said, 100% of the profit down to the last cent is going to be donated to the Child Mind Institute. And the last announcement I have is that I'm going to be putting out clips regularly. If, if you are someone that has experience with clips, I'm not looking to hire anybody, but if you're someone that's experienced with clips, or your experience with video editing, which I have a little bit of experience with video editing, but I never really got into the groove of making shorts. Send me a DM on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Send me, a, you know, reply to this episode because there's going to be a question in the bottom. Any tips, suggestions, advice for making shorts, for for promoting things across, for promoting this podcast, promoting the material and the content across the internet, please let me know. I would greatly appreciate it. And if you have, I don't know, if you're a content creator yourself, I'll, maybe I'll sh shout you out. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Catch you on the next one. As always, stay safe. Stay away from those crazies out there. Thank you.